Hi, I'm Monica. I'm 15 and I'm from Hull. Maya. I'm 15 and I'm from Hull as well. So on the podcast today, we're discussing minority ethnic communities and mental health. So I guess just to start off with then, what do you both think is maybe the biggest issue faced by minority ethnic communities or young people in minority ethnic communities? I believe it's a lack of sense of identity and finding who you are within the community because a lot of people just want to go with peer pressure and they really don't know who they are. Yeah, I agree with that. It's often found that because we're in a country with a lot of diversity, it's still quite surprising how we're not understood as much as you think we would be when you relate to someone you just don't feel so alone in it. Yeah, I think if it makes you feel like the odd one out in every single situation, especially, for example, in school settings or even outside of school, when you don't have someone maybe of the same race or the same community or the same belief that's around you that has understood where you have come from or what you have been through, it's kind of hard. Yeah, I completely agree with that. If you find yourself in a setting, which I'm pretty sure me and Monica have both found ourselves in before, like with a group of friends and they're all British and you feel kind of left out of the group, but you don't know whether it's because of your personality. And it sometimes ends up narrowing down to, is it the fact that I'm not English like they are? And yeah. it's, it's like, I've gotten to the point where I've kind of realised that it doesn't really matter. But when I was a bit younger, I also really irked me that I wasn't always so included in things, maybe because I wasn't British and maybe I had a bit of a different accent when I was younger. When I think back to it, this issue isn't really spoken about. Uh, when I was younger, we came into this country and it was a very big shock to both my mum and me. It was a whole new start. Didn't know where we were, didn't know how to speak the language. And I found myself being very relied on and... I feel it's a big pressure because I've always had to be the one to quickly learn English and then translate any parents, even in maybe sometimes even documents that are really important. It was like this big pressure on me. And I feel like that took a toll on me somehow because I've always been told that I'm very mature for my age and like very well-spoken. And then I think about the times where I had to like defend my mom in certain situations and then translate. Sometimes it just got a bit too much for a young girl. I can imagine that's hard. What about you, Monica? I'd say maybe the pressure of doing well. I'd say most people that particularly come from further away, particularly come for the education or the better opportunities. So I'd say I think there's a lot of pressure when it comes to things like education and taking upon those opportunities because I feel like if you don't do good at school, you're letting yourself and your community and your family down. So I feel like it's a big pressure to do really well. It's just, it takes a toll on you because you have that pressure of wanting to do well and finding yourself in your community and still fitting in with friends and other people around you so I feel like it's a lot of pressure added onto one person and then nobody's willing to notice that pressure that's been added if that makes sense yeah that does make sense I'm lucky that my parents don't push me into certain directions or expect too much from me but I can imagine it being quite difficult with all these expectations I'm not saying that I'm being necessarily pushed, but there's some kind of unwritten guidebook. So when you come here, you're supposed to do well. Say, for example, a lot of African countries are known to be quite poor. So you are supposed to come here like, it's not like a rule or like a command to do really well. It's just something unwritten. So you want to make your parents proud or your family proud and like get them out of a situation, for example. So I feel like it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, like a subconscious expectation that you have on the soul. You see sometimes on social media where you get these memes from European countries where it's like, 
come in at the age of six and you've got to translate big council documents. When I saw that, I thought, oh my God, so it's not just me maybe going through that. It's not just me having to sit at the table, staring a person behind the table and then having to translate. And it's like, so maybe it's not just me, but I've realised that we come from Middle Eastern Europe. We're very proud of where we come from. And it's like this thing that's been passed out from generations. Although it might not be the best situation we come from, we're still very proud of where we are, who we are and the blood that runs within us. And it's sometimes hard to explain that to other people, how even though I've had to do this and this and that, I still love where I am and I still love who I am and I still love where I come from and how we have different things and how we have different food and all this and different traditions. And you feel like if you've spoken to a person who isn't open-minded and only knows what they know from here, if you try to speak about the traditions or the food, you feel very judged and you feel... Like, well, maybe it is bad, maybe because they don't like cash and like it either. And you feel start feeling sort of guilty for even being so proud or you start feeling like resentful for where you come from. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the worst things that could happen because I truly love where I come from. I wouldn't want to come from anywhere else. But sometimes it's a bit hard to like keep yourself grounded when you've got all these negative aspects coming at you saying, oh, that's weird. That's dirty. Why would you eat that? Why would you do that? Yeah, 100% agree with that, to be honest. Because sometimes you might feel embarrassed to be proud of where you come from because a lot of people that were born here, were raised here, perceive you to be embarrassed of where you come from because you came here. So maybe you're fleeing from something because some people do flee from wars and other things. But if you came here willingly and people seem to think that there's something wrong with your country, hence why you came here. But sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes it is for that better opportunity of bettering your life and bettering your situation. And there's a sense of you are embarrassed to talk about it for the sake of being judged because I feel like there's more pressure on us as people from outside of the UK to make friends because you want to say certain things but then you're being careful of what you say so that you're not judged so you have to almost grow up a bit faster because you have to understand what you're saying and how somebody else is going to perceive that and how you're going to be taken so saying something that you're proud of your country or you love the country that you come from well somebody could turn back and say your country's like this or like this or like that hence why you came here it makes you look down on where you have come from hence why sometimes you may not want to talk about this kind of topic towards someone that is not from where you are from or is literally just not from anywhere else but the UK and I don't think particularly I have ever asked for help or gone to see someone about it because especially in schools there's not many teachers that are not white or Caucasian so I feel like they won't understand me I might be talking to them and they might have that compassion or sympathy but they can't really be empathetic about it so it is hard but I guess the older you get you have to find yourself because for example some people enjoy being by themselves and dealing with their own issues by themselves so if you're not that type of person that can't keep all of it in you will need to find that out sooner before it reaches a stage where you can't go back yeah I get where you're coming from I've found myself in many situations before when I'm in a strictly British environment Mm. where I've had to hold my tongue even though I was really excited to speak about something that was from where I come from Mm -hmm. um many things have led me to do that I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear but I'm just going to say that one word that was said to me one time um we were at lunch with some friends and I was the odd one out I'm not saying that as I was left out of the group, I'm just saying that I was the only different one there. It was, we were talking about food or something like that, and in the end I went, oh, I can make some food. The girl turns around and says, oh, don't put none of that Polish shit in it. And that's when I thought, does she really see me like that? It was um, a really bad moment for me, and, you know, when I felt so proud of where I come from, 
and like proud of what I eat and proud of my traditions and then they can turn around and just call all that shit is not something fun to go through mm. I think it's also like stereotypes about countries that we come from so apparently countries outside of the UK that we have weird types of food and weird languages because they're not like food from the UK or languages within the UK so I feel it's like stereotype within society that no one's willing to say that they perceive people as but it's embedded in them and I don't know how long it's going to take to move it out of people's mentality but it is there and I really do need to acknowledge that people do perceive as how they really shouldn't just because of maybe our skin color or where we come from or our accent. I feel it's hard for people to accept that it's not really just about them. It's not just Britain that has history. And it also shocks me how uneducated they are about everything. How many times I've been asked if we have Wi-Fi in Poland or if we have cell phones or if we have any of this. I found it so surprising that they thought I came from like basically homelessness when I haven't I have big home and I have a nice surrounding where I come from and they often think that as Monica said before we're here for a reason we have to escape or something but that's just not really the case sometimes Mm. it's like the most random reason that brought us here but people often jump to the conclusions that we're here because it wasn't good where we came from and it was worse than where we are here now 100 percent perceptions are so different around the world to be honest i feel like especially in africa only because i'm from africa that's why i'm speaking like this i feel like perceptions around africa is especially poverty i think that's the major one and it's quite sad to be honest because There's many different arguments that you can have about the country and why it's in the state that it's in. But I feel like coming from there and being so proud to be from there is almost seen as a bad thing. Everyone always has an argument against you. So people act like they know so much about the country or the continent in general, but they don't. So you could say, I'm so proud to be from Kenya. And then someone will say, isn't it poor? And for example, the whole of year eight, we spent learning about Kibera, which is a massive slum in Kenya. So if I was to ever talk about how great I think Kenya is or how much I enjoy it and how much I love seeing my family there, people would be like, isn't that where the massive slum is? Isn't that where you have no food or isn't it like this or like that? I think it's more how they've been taught. Rather, we can't fully blame everyone because some people just have not been taught how to understand other countries, or other cultures or be open minded. Some people are just brought up in a manner that's so close-minded that they only see within four walls. So I feel like it's also how we are taught. So we cannot only just look at the bad side of other countries that are not rich like America and the UK. We really need to look at the good sides of other places and what has made them reach that stage of, say, poverty. So it's a matter of the people in leadership need to change things rather than blaming the people. I feel like I've gotten better at defending myself and now defending yeah. the prejudice or racism, or whatever you want to call it, against me and where I come from. Because when I was younger, I didn't understand why they would call my food weird when it's all I've grown up with. I'd never called any of their food weird, and I was there. I've never had it before. But I feel like it stopped a bit more when I finally started being like, you have no idea what we're talking about. You can't say that. I wouldn't say that to someone, even if I didn't know what the food was. I would never make fun of, for example, Monica's food or her language or what traditions there are and what's like frowned upon or looked upon. It's so crazy to see how people are so quick to to throw down all these different things because they're not what they're used to. Um, But recently, it is all a matter of being like, you don't know what happens there. You have no right to speak about it. And it would be great if you want to know about it, just ask me about it. But just most of the time they jump to conclusions and it's... um, 
it's quite tiring sometimes having to stick up for yourself all the time yeah i really agree with what maya said there's really both sides to everything and i do feel like things are going better to an extent i feel like this whole era of other people of other races of other nationalities coming out and being proud of where they're from yes it's taught people that were close-minded that there is other people out there that may not be exactly like you but they're still living life enjoying where they're from and still have a, a normal way of living they still have the necessities but I feel like that's the outer give the analogy of an egg so it's only the outer shell that's being covered up or patched up so people can understand but I think it's not really dealing with the inner issues that can only happen from the powers above you can deal with things as a community as a group of people taking a movement taking a stand I feel like that only covers the outside of it it doesn't really cover the true emotions that people express especially when they're angry and they're really adamant on expressing their emotions or who they really are. A lot of people say expressing their true colours. When that comes out, you really understand how badly people perceive you. And when it comes to that point, if you're not really, if not got thick skin, it's really going to hurt you. So I feel like it's wrong that we have to change ourselves and the way we think and the way we tolerate other people just to accommodate their maybe close-mindedness. So I feel like other people need to be taught and we need to be less hard on ourselves and be like, it's okay, they can say that because maybe they don't understand. But well, it's not okay at the end of the day that they can make these comments, they can be rude to us and they can treat us completely out of everybody else just because we are not from where they're from and we're not from this country or we speak different. Yeah. yeah. I feel like what also really is quite helpful is that when you're either in an argument with someone or you don't like them or just some sort of falling out, when they're so quick to bring up where you come from and like, oh, yeah. stop stealing our jobs, oh, go back to your own country, oh, you Polish this, oh, you Kenyan that, you shouldn't be here, go back to where you're from. Yeah. And it's, I start thinking, how how little of an education you must have had to convince yourself that we are stealing your jobs and to convince yourself that maybe I was born here. You have no idea what I've gone through. I have no idea what you've gone through. It's really hurtful when you see someone visibly look down upon you just because yeah. they're not British it's like you can see in them you can see in the way they speak mm. often we've been told often I've been told anyway that I'm making up and that there's nothing yeah. there we've, we're in this they said we're in the time where race doesn't matter anymore no no we don't segregate you by colour or where you come from but then mm. it's also like so do you not see all all that's happening because you don't see race do you not see all the mucky looks we get given do you not see all the sly racist comments even if they are sly they're still racist comments and they mm. still affect you you have no idea how it affects that person just maybe yeah. because you haven't been in their shoes yeah it would be such a beautiful difference if people finally started realizing that other things that they're not they don't know are also beautiful other cultures are also filled with beautiful history and all this just because they don't know what it is and just because it's foreign does not mean it's bad and I just don't want people to be so quick to judge because it's foreign that means it's bad because that is rarely the case there comes to a point where if you're so close-minded you will not take in what you're being told so for anyone that would be listening I would say just always keep an open mind and don't be so quick to point the finger and say no but there's this take a minute not bite your tongue from saying what you believe but have that sense of thinking where am I going to hurt someone's feelings by saying this or am I really saying something that's prejudiced or something that's wrong having that kind of thinking of where if I was in that situation would I like what I'm about to say 
If, if it was, for example, m me, that was the generalised culture and that was accepted everywhere, and then someone else that was different, I wouldn't think, this isn't coming from bias, because even if I was from Britain, I wouldn't think that Kenyan culture was gross or something like that because their food or, like, somewhere else that eats with their hands. But it's, people are so quick to be, like, so horrible about cultures, and I don't know why they are like that, because I wouldn't be like that. Um, and it's not also just cultures that get talked about often, like, for example, in Japan, where we have chopsticks or something like that. It's the little things, like, um, me and my friend were talking about our cultures and the little things, like, after Christmas, when three and seven days where you walk down the street after Christmas and music's playing and all that, and she found it really beautiful. And I was just kind of astonished that someone finally found where I come from and, like, the cultures and the traditions so nice, just as I do, and not be laughed about and like find it weird because they don't do it I love it when people question me about my culture because then I can explain it to them and then they can learn more and when they learn more they branch out and learn even more and it's just it's a good thing to ask but just don't try to be offensive or let them know that it's not in any offense they just want to know I 100% agree with what she's saying but I feel like sometimes people do it out of way to get at you so they don't want to be offensive. They don't want to be called out for being racist. But then they're going to ask you questions indirectly. That So, for example, to do with my country, people could ask, is the whole country poor, like Kibera, like a whole salam? Do you guys not have food? Even if you wanted to, it could take literally 30 seconds to Google the country of Kenya. And you could find out that not even half of the population live below the poverty line. So it's a matter of you're literally trying to pick out information that you've just assumed and putting it to make it look like it's just a question you're wanting to learn, but you're literally trying to pick at someone for no reason. Yeah. But then I don't feel like if you do not teach them, how are they going to know? Yeah. Sometimes you can ask those questions and I will answer those questions the best I can, but there's only so much I can do. So I feel like you have to take it upon yourself if you really want to be that um, well-rounded human being within a society to go research for yourself, because as much as I do know about it, you can go research it yourself. Not to be rude, but to learn more about it. If you truly want to know, but not being rude in any way of asking that question, you would research it. So yeah. you can really tell who's asking out of pure arrogance and wanting just to pick at you. And the people that are genuinely interested in history and culture and understanding where an individual has come from. But I say, answer the questions that you can, but also take it upon yourself to do research. And it doesn't have to take long anyway. Just the fact that you are making a podcast specific to these situations just shows how big of a step this is. And it, it shows that you can maybe reach out and talk or do whatever you need to do on it. I don't, right now, I feel like I'm in a good place, which is something good. I don't want to jinx that in any way. Mm. But I feel like if you know there's a chance of speaking to someone professionally trained and like knowing you are being listened to, then that's something I would definitely get if I was feeling any in any way worse than I should be you never really know how many people in a class you sit with every single day are going through same things yeah because sometimes you're seen going to ask for that kind of help or talking to a teacher about it sometimes it could be embarrassing so I feel like this you can do in your own time and nobody has to know about it especially because it's anonymous such a horrible thing for your pain to be narrowed down to just stress of exams or periods or you're going through this or you having hormone issues and it's mm -hmm. like maybe if someone who understood what you was going through could talk to you then it would definitely be a lot better not just to have your pain or whatever you're going through, just 
narrow it down to the smallest things. For those who do struggle a bit with not feeling in the circle and feeling a bit left out, I just want you to say to never be embarrassed away from from mm-hmm. all the things that you go through. They make you hate where you come from, but I just don't want anyone to feel like that because where you come from, you should be proud of it. And whatever the country's done, it's where you are from and it is your blood. And I don't think you should let simple-minded people who are full of ignorance and not been educated have an influence on your opinion of where you come from. I would say anyone out there, even if you're not part of the ethnic minority community or you are just a normal person, I would say understand that not everyone is like you, even if you are the same race, even if you are from the same country. Not everyone thinks like you, not everyone understands things the way you do. So don't bite your tongue from saying things, but also be open-minded. How are my words going to affect somebody else? Because it's it might be those little slight comments that push someone over the edge or completely change them inside because a lot of people may be the type of person to keep your emotions inside you don't talk about them you don't express yourself but nobody will ever know so I feel like for those kind of people it it really is hard because you would hate the embarrassment of people knowing the kind of problems that you may be facing yeah yeah and be proud of where you come from and don't let the words of other people put you down that's easier said than done completely when it gets to that point where you feel like you really cannot just take those words on or even sometimes it's physical I'd say you have to talk to someone and that's why I think Kuth is a really good place because those professionals that you could be talking to are there to help you in those kind of situations especially for that that might be shy I just want people to know that making someone hear what they love is one of the worst things you can do so please keep it in mind when you talk about things that may be sensitive subjects, just to keep in mind what you say before you say it and how it could affect the person, because it's the most painful thing to start hating what you used to love and start mm-hmm. wishing you were different, because mm-hmm. it's some, that's something you can't ever change, and for you to hate that is making you hate yourself, and that is also something that you wouldn't want. Yeah, especially when it's something you physically cannot change, especially when it comes to down down to things like race. You really can't change that at the end of the day, no matter how much you wanted to try. We might all be different, but our differences make us unique.